look forward to retirement and avoid the pitfalls. Keep listening for ways to maximize your retirement income. More Than Money with the Popowich Carmelli Advisory Group, CIBC Woodgundy, on News Talk 770. Lifestyle matters. It's more than money. I'm Faisal Carmelli, my co-host here, Dave Popovich. How are you? I'm good, Faisal. You? You like my tutu? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, it's a special day in the uh, studio today. We got to sure. tell everybody why I'm wearing my, my ballet gear today. Oh, you mean there's a reason other than that you just normally... I've seen you, this outfit before. Well, yeah, well, yeah. I'm not wearing my wings. <laughs> Be happy about that. We're going to talk about ballet for seniors. <laughs> So in the spirit of that, uh, yeah, I've seen, well, he is not graceful for sure. Um, however, we're going to talk a little bit about activity. But ballet is, is particularly interesting um, because it works on posture instability, and that's one of the key leading problems for seniors. You lose stability, fall down, it leads to all kinds of problems. So very interesting program, and this is in our city here. We've also got, uh, there's a new survey, and it's got some surprising statistics about the state of housing for seniors. We want to talk about that. This problem is not going to get easier. It's going to get worse. How do you get availability to get yep. into a home? That's going to be the question I'm going to be asking for sure. And what about um, uh, what about the struggles with millennials? Can oh, the millennials blame their housing problems on the baby boomers? Not only the housing, everything. Okay, everything. <laughs> everything. They're going to blame everything, so we're going to have a conversation about that as well. <laughs> okay. So... Um, Interesting, um, interesting week in the market. Lots of noise again, Faisal. I want to talk a little bit about um, some conversations I've been having this week around interest rates. We don't often, um, I guess, focus on uh, the conversation around bonds uh, and the influence that interest rates and inflation expectations have because it's it not just affecting you know, the amount of money you get on your savings deposit, but it affects things like the stock market as well. Okay, so let's go through how this affects us really sure. quickly. First of all, as interest rates rise, that means the prices of bonds are falling. Which bonds? Generally, it's the treasury bonds that are the government debt that is falling first. Well, let's back up for just a second. I want to take it even further. So we've got a 10-year that we've been talking about, or I was on the news this week, talking about the 10-year treasury yield. The yield on the 10-year bond has been increasing. But that's not we, – we often talk about central banks raising interest rates. This isn't related to central banks relating uh, interest rates, right? Correct. This is So the bond market, we have to talk about there's lots of different interest rates, short-term and long-term interest rates, and they move for different reasons, right? Now, the bond market can signal two different things in my opinion. Number one, as interest rates rise, when companies are issuing out more debt or renewing their debt or countries are doing the same thing, mm -hmm. they're going to be paying a higher price. The yep. interest rate cost or goes people, up. Right? And now people will yep. be doing the same thing with their mortgages, car loans. Right. Keep in mind, side note, highest amount of default on car loans in the United States, even going before the, the financial crisis. It's worse now than it was back then. So this is what higher interest rates can do to people right. and to companies. So financial analysis on companies and their strength, uh, handling interest rate increases is very important. The second issue that we're seeing is what they call the yield curve. That's the difference between the two-year government bond in the U.S. versus what it pays, yeah. what it pays versus the 10-year. The and it, as they become equal or close to equal, you get an flattening of a yield curve when the the short-term two-year interest rate is higher than the 10-year you have an inverted yield curve right in history an inverted yield curve is a signal that we're heading for a recession right because it's saying 10 years from now we should have lower rates than what we have today right and now we have a recession this is what's reacting to the market well and, and it's also you know the psychological three percent number that we've talked about for a while on the 10-year treasury. We've breached it this week, and you know we've been solidly above it. 
um, and the expectation is going to continue to move higher on inflation expectations and so on and so forth. So um, we've got to think about the impact of that on, on, say, equity markets, right? So people say, well, okay, that's fine. I don't have any bonds in my portfolio, right? I only own stocks, but stocks are kind of bouncing around and they're struggling a little bit. So a rational investor has a decision to make from, from when they've got dollars to invest. They can in- invest it in a bond, which will just stay with sort of the top quality bonds are typically considered low, lower risk than a, than a stock. So the relative uh, return and relative risk between bonds and stocks becomes important. And the higher an interest rate goes, the more attractive that bond becomes relative to, say, a dividend that a company pays and the risk that I have to to take to get that dividend. Can I pause right there? This is where my biggest pet peeve is when I start hearing people say, I need income in my retirement, so I'm going to rely on dividends. Right. This is what happens. Dividends may be paid out to you, but the price of your stock could go down because of interest rate issues right. or the economy going into recession. This is what's at risk. Your capital is risk to get the same cash flow. That's why I don't like that strategy. But I just wanted to jump in there because my biggest pet peeve is when people start using stocks as income uh, needs uh, for their retirement. Right. So, so there's the we have to be even as equity investors. Um, I had lots of conversations about this. You know, we think we just came off S and P 500 earnings season, as an example, 25 plus percent mm-hmm. earnings growth. Stock markets are flat. So you're going, what, people are going, what, what's going on here, right? I've, we've got giant earnings growth, but I'm not getting any gain, capital growth, Correct. in the value of my securities. Well, what's happening is as those interest rates go up, that relative trade, right, risk-return trade between stocks and bonds, um, as the interest rates go higher, bonds become a little more attractive, stocks becoming a little less attractive. We're seeing a price-earnings multiple contraction. So we're paying fewer times for the earnings of a company. That's what's happening right now. So as it comes down, then, of course, the pendulum swings both ways. There'll come a point where stocks become attractively valued again based on earnings. But that's a very confusing point for people. And I think you have to understand all of these things are linked together, right? And um, if we don't understand the, the linkages between those things, very difficult to make decisions from an investment perspective of where you should put your money, stocks, bonds, cash, you know, alternatives, wherever it should be. Correct. And that's where the problem comes into play when you're going in through retirement is that if all of your money is in one investment style, stocks or asset class, one type of investment, um, one geographical location or a primary on one area, you pose the risk of these types of things. And so when you go through retirement or you're entering retirement, the game has changed. Mm -hmm. The game has changed because you don't have the time to recover. We've always been told in our industry, and, and the media has done a very good job at this too, is that when the markets fall, hold on, wait, right. you'll go through it, everything will be fine. When you're in retirement, the risks completely change. And so th- you don't have the time to recover. And that's where most advisors or most people would say, let's just lower your risk. Let's just go buy bonds. Right. May not have been the best thing to do if you put all your money in bonds last year because you need to retire the year after. Right. Right? So- that's a problem. So you need to make sure you put it in buckets. Right. That's why we put this program together talking about the income bucket and the growth bucket. Two different objectives, doing two different things. When people put all their, their assets into one strategy that is not um, dedicating their assets to certain needs, then all you have is hope that it works out. And if it doesn't, because there's risk out there, 
you're going to have a problem with your with your long term needs for income. I think you bring up an excellent point, and um, so we you know we're talking about different asset classes and so on and so forth. But I think the first fundamental thing that people have to recognize in retirement is that you have multiple objectives to achieve, right? You've got an income objective, you still need growth for inflation, all these things that we've talked about. And so the buckets, right, is just an easy way to think about the fact that I have to have certain pieces of my wealth, whatever it might be, doing certain things, right? Dedicated to doing certain things. Uh, When you're 30 and 40 years old, really, I mean, aside from the debt, all you want is for all of your assets to grow. And we still want growth in retirement. I'm not saying we don't. But we also have other more complex needs like inflation, or sorry, uh, income being, um, you know, on a, an inflation-adjusted basis. You've got this health bucket that we talk about. You know, we've got the legacy bucket if you want to leave something for the kids, the grandkids, charities, those kinds of things. So there's a whole bunch of different things you're trying to accomplish, and you just simply can't do it with one style and one bucket anymore. And I think to get a better understanding of all this, we'll give copies of our, our published book yep. out there called Bulletproof Your Retirement. If you're interested in a free copy of our book, go to our website, morethanmoneyradio.com. Uh, contact us. Send me a note. Uh, we'll get that that free copy of your book either electronically or in uh, in, in soft copy. More, more happy to, to send it to you. Well, you're generous all of a sudden. Why not? <laughs> Love it. That's... We're almost halfway to Christmas. That's a good, good reason. Get a little good weather and all of a long weekend, yeah. and all of a sudden you're in a good mood. I'm in a good mood. Uh. Give away our books for free. Why not? <laughs> okay. You paid for half of them, you know, so why not? I I'm giving that. away your half. <laughs> That's great. All right. Uh, maybe enough talk about, uh, about all of that. Um, uh, interest rates and so on and so forth. Boy, we know how to show a girl a good time, don't we, on a first date? Uh, okay, uh, let's let's take a break here. Um, but before we do, we should remind everybody about the upcoming seminar. Yeah, how does this all tie in together? How do you bulletproof your retirement? How do you make sure that you insure? How do you make sure that your lifestyle never retires? We're going to discuss all that on Tuesday, May 29th, 7 p.m. at the Crowfoot Co-op Wine and Spirits. You need to reserve your seats. So give us a call at 966-8400. That's 966-8400. Or go to our website to register at morethanmoneyradio.com. Want to know how to improve your posture and your core strength to make sure that as a senior, you're not at risk of falling down? Tune in in the next section. We've got some really cool ideas. You're on 770 CHQR and more than money. David Popovich and Faisal Carmelli are portfolio managers and investment advisors with CIBC Woodgundy in Calgary. The views of David Popovich and Faisal Carmelli do not necessarily reflect those of CIBC World Markets, Inc. Clients are advised to seek advice regarding their particular circumstances from their personal tax and legal advisors. If you are currently a CIBC Woodgundy client, please contact your investment advisor. CIBC Woodgundy is a division of CIBC World Markets, Inc., a subsidiary of CIBC and a member of the Canadian Investor Protection Fund and Investment Industry Regulatory Organization of Canada.